I'm Jillian Richards. I'm Virginia Allen. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Thursday, October 6th. Here are today's headlines. My colleague Mary Margaret Olihan reports that the DOJ charged 11 more pro-life activists with violating the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances, or FACE Act. The charges come from a 2021 incident when pro-life activists were arrested for reportedly blockading an abortion clinic in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. Live Action reports that the people arrested posted bail for misdemeanor charges and were released the same day. Now, the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Middle District of Tennessee announced in a Wednesday press release that these 11 individuals are being charged with violating the FACE Act. Pro-life activist A.J. Hurley told the Daily Signal that the FBI raided the home of his friend Chester Gallagher this Wednesday. Gallagher and six others were charged with conspiracy against rights secured by the FACE Act and committing FACE Act violations. Gallagher was out when the agents raided his home, but his friends alerted him that the agents had their guns drawn. According to the DOJ's press release, if those charged with conspiracy are convicted, they'll face up to 11 years in prison and fines up to $250,000. Those charged with misdemeanors could also pay fines up to $10,000. The Detroit News reports that a Michigan state board approved a $175 million tax exemption request yesterday for a Chinese-owned battery manufacturing company. The company is called Goshen Inc. It is headed by Chinese Communist Party member Jen Li and plans to build a $2.4 billion factory for electric vehicle batteries outside Big Rapids, Michigan. The Daily Caller reports that the tax exemption will save Goshen Inc. $540 million over a 30-year period. A former police officer opened fire at a daycare center in a rural northeastern province in Thailand today. The Associated Press reports that at least 36 people were killed, making this the deadliest rampage in Thailand's history. USA Today reports that at least 19 boys, three girls, and two adults were killed at the daycare center. The suspect then reportedly drove off, firing randomly at people along the street before arriving home, where he killed his wife and his child before killing himself. The shooter has been identified as Panya Kamrap, a former police officer facing drug charges. It's been 100 days since Roe v. Wade was overturned. The Guttmacher Institute released a study today showing that 66 abortion clinics across America have stopped offering abortions since the end of June when Roe was overturned. Across 15 states, these clinics either just stopped performing abortions altogether or shut down entirely. According to the report, prior to June 24th, these 15 states had a total of 79 clinics that provided abortion care. As of October 2nd, that number had dropped to 13, and all of them are located in Georgia. This means that there are no providers currently offering abortions in 14 of the 15 states. In Georgia, only one abortion clinic shut down as of October 2nd. Newsmax reports that a New York judge temporarily blocked part of a state gun law that took effect September 1st. 
Chief Judge Glenn Sutterby of the U.S. District Court in Syracuse issued this order at the request of six members of the advocacy group Gun Owners of America. Sotheby's decision will allow the group to pursue a lawsuit to challenge the new Democrat-passed legislation, which creates strict requirements on obtaining a gun license. Newsmax writes that Sotheby's order will not go into effect for three days to allow the New York government to appeal his ruling to a higher court. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to the Daily Signal Top News. If you haven't had a chance already, be sure to check out our morning show right here in your podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us tomorrow morning for a future episode of The Kevin Roberts Show. Kevin Roberts talks to Molly Hemingway about the state of the conservative movement. Also, make sure that you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach even more listeners by leaving a five-star review and a rating. We read all of your feedback. Thanks again for listening. Have a great night, and we'll be back with you all tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen, Samantha Asheris, and Jillian Richards. Sound design by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.